Hi, I'm Sam Breakgear and welcome to Brain Spike Back. This is the podcast for anyone who has a passion for psychology, technology, and how the two impact our society. Being able to speak and understand a foreign language is a lot like having a superpower. It gives you an ability that is often very useful and quite impressive. But like anything that is great to have, it doesn't come easily. If you have ever tried to learn a new language, the process can be exhausting and difficult at times. Fortunately, we live in a world where technology can help speed up this process. Now, with the help of machine learning, we can use technology to accelerate or even gamify the learning experience, making it more efficient and enjoyable in the process. My guest today to talk about this topic is an ex-CERN particle physicist turned language learning expert who used AI to more efficiently learn French during his time working at the Institute. He is now the CEO of Lingvist, an adaptive learning language platform that uses the same technology he used to learn French, Mike Muntel. In this episode, Mike shares with us how he created this technology, why it is so effective, and advice he has for anyone who wants to learn a new language. This episode is brought to you by Publicize, a digital PR company that grows businesses' online presence. And for a limited time only, exclusive to Brains Bite Back listeners, you can receive an SEO assessment as part of your package for any tier of service at no extra charge with this special promotion. To find out more, visit publicize.co slash BBB. Well, um, if you're ready to get started, mate, mate, that's I'm saying that right, yeah, mate. I'm mate, ready. Yes, yes, mate. you're saying it very right. <laughs> very few people <laughs> say it right. <laughs> mate. All right, excellent. That, that's a good uh, that's a good place to start. Cool. Well, would you be able to um tell us who you are and give us a bit of background on yourself and where you've worked because you've got a very interesting backstory and how you've come to 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 where you are today, really. Hello, everybody. My name is Mike, indeed, and. I am an entrepreneur, I guess. I used to be a physicist, a scientist. Uh, some people called me nuclear physicist, although I was actually a particle physicist, physicist that is uh, dealing with objects that are much, much, much smaller than uh, nuclear physics. But um, yeah, for some weird reason, I ended up uh, making a company and now I have a um, company that is solving hard problems, how to make people to learn more efficiently. Yeah. And that is, I think, one of the most interesting parts of your story. I mean, how did you make the transition from working on the Higgs boson discovery team at CERN? And also, would you be able to tell us a little bit about what you did there? Obviously, you touched upon it just now, but I'd be interested to know like, what you did and then how that kind of linked on to you then creating your own language education company. Yeah, it's an interesting thing that... Uh life is making very unexpected turns uh, that indeed i was working at cern for those who do not know what is it it's a center of european nuclear research and it's one of the biggest science centers centers uh, in the world they're working out of magnitude 10000 scientists and uh, they have discovered some really amazing things and the last big discovery was uh, discovery of the higgs boson that uh, I hope is already learned at school, at least in the newer books. And uh, it's a, such an important particle that it's uh, generating mass to all of the other particles. Isn't it amazing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, 
it was very hard to find. That's why the machine that was used to discover it was circumference of this was 30 kilometers. So it was really, really big. And yeah, it's very funny that I was a physicist and then all of a sudden I started a company in language learning that I knew the least. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but... How did that happen? How did you make that jump? When people have a problem, then uh, they want to solve their own problem. And at CERN, I was doing data analysis, machine learning, software development, as a lot of scientific work is actually related to uh, writing a software code for analyzing some complicated data. And as I had big troubles learning new languages, learning Russian and English, and uh, the reason why I got stuck with it uh, at CERN, because uh, CERN is located in French-speaking area. Although all of the scientists speak English, then uh, I felt kind of uh, cut out from the environment without speaking French. And mm -hmm. I had a very bad experiences about learning languages. So I thought that maybe I can use my skills of data analysis and software development and machine learning to solve this problem for myself. So quite a ridiculous thought, uh, but actually I wrote uh, some software code for myself that was, first of all, analyzing uh, the language using big language data sets. I basically took all of the movies that had uh, French subtitles, like 50,000 movies. Mm -hmm. And then I extracted what the language actually is and what I actually have to learn and uh, what is most more important, what is less important. So it was like a very scientific work. Uh, and I got interested in how I can dump this information into my brain in the most efficient way. And so as I was a scientist, then I tried to solve it with the help of mathematics and statistics and measurements. So I built a program for myself to measure how my memory works and let the computer to make decisions when I have to review certain things to spend my time most efficiently. Mm -hmm. And this uh, kind of hobby at some point uh, went out of, out of the control. <laughs> and so I started, started a language learning company. <laughs> so that's a great step forward. And I got to say, now I speak Spanish just because I'm in Colombia, but I went through the whole process of teaching myself Spanish. So I know what it can be like when um, you do get addicted to learning a language just because you get that kind of reward of like, oh, wow, I can understand that joke now. Or like, wow, I, like, I can watch this TV show without having to focus that much. I kind of just absorb it. So I completely understand that you got like sucked into this world. Obviously, I, I can't really um, relate to starting a company based around that hobby. But at the same time, I, I think it's really cool what you've done. And I'd love to understand like, if you're able to explain step by step from the perspective of a user, how does it work, linguist? Yeah, linguist is this a funny word that it's a proper word in Nordic language, Nordic European languages like Sweden and mm. uh, Swedish and Finnish and Estonian. That's why linguist. I think, I mean, we have a term in English as well, which like linguist, which means yes. like it's good with languages. Yes. So clearly yes. like it's a popular phrase that's emigrated into English as well. Like how, how does it work? So if you're able to like, imagine that I'm a user and it's my first day using this, so I've mm -hmm. just signed up. What would the process and experience and the journey look like for me if I was to use this? Okay, so I imagine you to have a smartphone or web, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> well, <laughs> who doesn't? So you, you are pretty familiar with these kind of things, right? Then you just have to download a linguist application and start learning. And it, it looks super, super simple. Like really super simple and it's done on purpose, uh, super simple because uh, learning doesn't have to be hard. 
schools are sometimes creating this intimidating memory that learning must be hard, but actually it's, it's supposed not to be very hard. And you can imagine, what do you need for using a new language? If you do not know words, then you can't do basically anything. If you do mm -hmm. not know grammar, but you know words, you can still manage. If, mm -hmm. if, you, if you know the words, you can't pronounce them well, you can still manage. You will learn through practice. But if you do not know words, then you can't really get started. And that's why we get started from learning words. So the user will see a very simple card, uh, a word in their native language, and their job is to translate it to the new language. For example, you see an English word dog, and you have to translate it to French word chien. And mm -hmm. this, this is as simple as it is. Basically, if you know the word, then you will just get a new word. If you do not know the word, then you can reveal it and you can try to memorize it. You will not memorize it right away, but this card will come back after some time. Um, if you make a mistake, then actually making a mistake is super important because when people make mistakes, then actually learning happens. Mm. And the trick of the program is that it measures what kind of mistakes you make, how often you have seen this word, and this learning algorithms bring these words back at the best time for your learning so that it actually makes your learning much, much, much more efficient. In a very simple terms, if you know the word, then it will come back uh, further away in the future. If you do not know the word, then it comes back uh, after a shorter time interval. So you basically have, uh, uh, you answer words, sometimes you fail, sometimes you get them correct, and the program chooses when, which word you should see. And the more you learn, the more complicated will be the sentences around these words, so that while you are learning words, then you're actually also secretly learning a lot of grammar, because the grammar is secretly coded into these sentences that you see. So you basically learn a lot of grammar without even noticing it. And then there is, um, if you have some sufficient amount of vocabulary under your belt, then you can proceed to other exercises like reading, listening, speaking. There are some other exercises uh, in our application, uh, but more importantly, we are currently working on some really cool solutions that, that will be there in the future. And uh, yeah, this is how the learning happens. Just important that you do it. If you learn, then you learn every day a little bit. Because uh, in general, if you learn irregularly, it works as well. But if you want to get the full power out of it, then if you learn it every day, then, then you will actually see the full power. And people who have done, learned every day, they report that they have learned a new language, basically, even not noticing it. Some, some people learned in, in, a, in a couple of months, even in a month. So it's uh, really the secret is to use it regularly and learn bit by bit. You will be amazed how much you can learn and how efficiently you can learn. Yeah, I, I completely agree. And um, between you and me, it's funny that you, you came up with this company when learning French, because actually recently, since the start of the quarantine, and we've been in quarantine for about two months now here in Colombia. Yeah, two months mm -hmm. exactly. And since the start of it, I thought, you know what, I'm going to be really productive. I'm going to exercise like all the time. And I've been keeping that up. And another thing that I've been doing is um, I actually took up learning French. I started learning French and I just started with Duolingo because that was the app that I was most accustomed with when I started learning Spanish. And I started listening to their podcasts as well. And I've now started listening to French podcasts, like genuine, like uh, French news podcasts. 
And in the past two months, since like practicing and listening to those podcasts every day, almost it's coming along. And it's like any kind of good habit or good routine you develop, the more that you work on it. And once you get into that daily habit, then you do start to see that growth. And on top of that, that's where you get the inspiration to keep going. It gives you more momentum. And it's really encouraging to see. So I can totally understand that if someone was to use like Linklist and they were to do it every day, then yeah, by all means that like within months they would see like some serious kind of growth within their capabilities but i was gonna ask you as well that kind of ties in my next question i mean i know there are numerous language learning apps and companies that work in this space like how does like linguist stand out here and especially when compared to giants in this industry like i i know i use duolingo i'd be interested to know like how it compares uh not only to duolingo but also to to other major kind of apps Mm -hmm. in this space like how does it stand out would you say Mm -hmm. I really liked how, how you describe the value of having a useful routine, how you, how you called it. It's actually a really secret of doing great things. Yeah. You hit the nail. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> it. I see the results and it's one of those things where yeah. you're like, you get into habit and it's like, yeah, this is the secret. This is yeah, it. exactly. Exactly. This is it. So what is distinguishing us from other language learning application? The main thing is learning efficiency. Learning efficiency, <laughs> learning efficiency, that we have built our company around building technology to make human learning much more efficient. And languages are just the first application for that. So there are different companies. Uh, uh, some companies, um, they have different goals. What we want to make, we want to build technology that makes humans to learn. If they can learn much more efficiently, they can learn much more and they can have much better life um, and the whole world will be much better if there are more educated people. But other companies have different goals. For example, uh, some, some of um, the educational applications, they mix it a lot with uh, gamification. So it's more like a way of spending people's time. Mm. And that's fine as well. <laughs> so if you have a lot of time, if you just want to find a little bit more meaningful way of spending your time, then some of these competitors are really good. <laughs> mm. So use them. If you think that your time is very precious and you want to use your time efficiently, then use, use Linguist. This is, this is the main reason. And of course, there are some other things as well compared to competitors. Um, I think we have much, much deeper courses in most cases, the competitors, they are focusing on the first uh, couple of thousand words in the language, but actually the language are much, much bigger. There are hundred thousand in some languages, even million words, and uh, no one wants to learn all of these million words. Um, Yeah, the first thousand, first two thousand are the same for everybody. But after that, if you are in the intermediate level, then the interests uh, get widely different. People work in medicine, people who are Photographers, they need very different vocabulary and linguist is really good for that because we can create uh, these very personalized language courses for every individual really in a couple of seconds. So if you're a student, physics student or, or I don't know, <laughs> anything, <laughs> anything, anything, yeah. then, then uh, um, this is linguist is a perfect platform for, for you to ramp up your vocabulary in this specific uh, domain. Yeah. And I like the idea that it's kind of, it sounds like flashcards. And that's one thing that really helped me when I learned Spanish. I admittedly had physical flashcards, but just having that there where you've got a card in front of you and then you like flip over the word, that's a great process to learn. But I think the fact that you've implemented like machine learning to, to recognize which ones you struggle with and which ones you're okay with 
and then to kind of systematically present them to you in that order. I think that that's a fantastic combination of like one, a method that obviously works and I know it works in the flashcard sense. And then two, adding that kind of element of just smart technology to really enhance the process. So I can completely understand the logic behind it and it makes sense to me. So if a user wants to get started, say someone's listening to this or anyone that like thinks, oh, you know what? Yeah, I, I am a, a physics student and I want to learn, I don't know, um, <laughs> Swedish so I can improve my studies in Sweden, whatever. How can they get onto Lingvist? Like, is it a subscription model or is it a freemium model or how do they get started? And um, yeah, what's the process to, to get started with it? Yeah, it's actually very, very simple. <laughs> like you just have to go to your smartphone, download our application or go to a web page and start using it. If you type in the name of the company, then just make sure that uh, it's Lingvist V in the middle, not you. <laughs> <laughs> so basically you download it and start learning. As simple as that. As every company have some cost for developing the software, they have to pay salaries. Then of course, companies have to monetize what they have built as well, so do we. And we used to have a freemium model, but now we switched in the beginning of the year into hard paywall because all of uh, the global trend is towards hard paywall because it's just mm. so much easier uh, from the development point of view. And yeah. so yeah, you, you can test it out for a week and then, then you can decide what kind of package you want to go forward with. Yeah. I think that makes sense. Like you said, this is like for people that are serious about learning a language mm. that really want to make real progress. Mm. It's like the old saying is like, you get what you pay for. So obviously like for people that are serious and want it, then this is, this is the app for them. If someone just wants to spend a few minutes playing a game and like maybe you learn a couple words in the process, then obviously there are other options for that. But mm. this, this makes sense as like that option for like serious language for serious people. Yeah, exactly. I like that you said that you get what you pay for if you think how expensive is your time, um, mm. that uh, language learning is an effort. It takes, uh, uh, normally it takes thousands of hours. And if you can save half of your learning time or even four times or even 10 times, this amount of time that you will free up will be massively, massively valuable for you. You can learn other things <laughs> at the same time. You can do other things at the same time. So if you think about the price of the language learning application, then try to imagine that if you would learn a language in the conventional way, if you make this calculation, I need 3000 hours. What is the salary that I'm earning with 3000 hours? It's massive. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> so it's a really time saving uh, application. Yeah. I think it's good that you're someone that's founded this company and you speak multiple languages. Out of curiosity, how many languages do you speak? So you mentioned you speak Russian or you learned Russian, English, French, and then Estonian, right? Those, those four, or have you got more? Yes. The, yeah. My native language is Estonian. That's why I have this weird accent, Nordic <laughs> accent. <laughs> then, yes, I have learned English, uh, uh, Russian, uh, French. I have also learned a little bit uh, German. Uh, Spanish, Finnish, Japanese, <laughs> Chinese, uh, maybe I missed Italian. <laughs> it doesn't mean that I, I speak all of this, but... Uh, but you can at least say like hi and good morning and stuff. Uh, uh, that's a variety of languages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's and, good. Yeah. <laughs> that's impressive. Yeah, I don't know if I'll ever make it to that. I'm just happy with like Spanish and maybe French soon, so... 
So that, that, that's pretty good. That's impressive. And what ranking can you speak those? So would you say like, obviously Estonia is number one, then what's second? Like Russian or English? And like, if you had to rank them in your ability, which ones are you the most proficient in? Well, definitely Estonian first, English second, French third, Russian fourth, and then all of the other languages come in the long tail. <laughs> I'm not really operational in these languages, but I have a... Uh, I know basically that if I need them, I can actually learn them in a, in, in a month or, or two. So That's good, though. Yeah, That's good. Kind of my last question to you, which I think that you're going to be an expert on here. So uh, I'm, I'm expecting some really juicy nuggets of information here because I would really love to know, like, linguist aside, what advice do you have for those who are starting to learn a new language? Like, for example, I just started learning French. If you could go back in time and perhaps tell yourself, oh, you should do this or you should do that, or this is some this is some really good advice, you should do this. What uh, advice would you have, aside of uh, not including linguists, obviously? <laughs> well, man, just don't be afraid of it. <laughs> Start learning. <laughs> there is a Chinese uh, old saying that uh, a journey of a, a thousand miles starts uh, with the first step. And, mm. and this is exactly about the languages. Don't be afraid to get started. And uh, don't be afraid of uh, making mistakes because mistakes actually drive learning. Schools alienate us ourselves from uh, making mistakes, but actually mistakes are these moments where you actually learn. So in 20% of cases, you do not make mistakes, then you are not actually learning most efficiently. So people develop when they put themselves a little bit out of the comfort zone. And if they do it, then they actually start enjoying it. And enjoyment of this uh, staying a little bit out of the comfort zone actually brings uh, experience of success and you want, it, you want to have it more and more. <laughs> so yeah. so th this is really the secret of learning that make mistakes, learn regularly and enjoy. That's completely true from my experience of like learning Spanish, at least. That's some really solid advice. Put yourself in a situation which makes you feel uncomfortable, but at the same time able to grow 100%. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Um, Mike, if uh, anyone wants to follow you or keep up with what the work you're doing, do you have any social media? Is there any website or any kind of channels you can direct them to? You, you just have to Google <laughs> Linguist and you will find our Facebook uh, and our um, Twitter accounts. We're not massively active uh, in these channels, but uh, nevertheless... You're welcome. <laughs> awesome. Excellent. Thank you so much for joining me today. And uh, I hope to, to put some of this uh, knowledge to use. And hopefully, who knows, maybe we'll have um, another podcast sometime in another language together. <laughs> okay. In French. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hopefully. Maybe. Give me a, give it a couple of years. <laughs> oh, no. Come on. Awesome. <laughs> Use linguist. Use linguist. We can do it in one month. I'll get there. I'll get there. All right. <laughs> one <Okay>. month. <laughs> okay. A real target. All right. Cool. Okay, cool. Thank you so thank much. You so much. <laughs> Once again, thank you to our sponsor, Publicize. Visit their website if you want to find out more about their PR for growth packages, their free resources, or even schedule a call. And for a limited time only, exclusive to Brains Bite Back listeners, you can receive an SEO assessment as part of your package for any tier of service at no extra charge with this special promotion. To find out more, visit publicize.co slash BBB. That's it for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it and I hope you learned something from it. 
If you want to listen to more episodes just like this, you can go to sociable.co. You'll also find many articles up there with topics and themes just like this. We'd love to hear what topics you want covered in the future. So you can tweet at us at, at the sociable. We'd love to hear what you think. And you can also leave a review on any of the sites where you can follow our podcast. You can find us on Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher. Basically, anywhere you get your podcast, we will be there. Have a great day and we hope you join us again soon. Yeah.